Hello there. Welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Lindsay and Krista. Happy, happy you're here. I love these. We're just you and me, baby. Chilling. <laughs> Hanging out. So this is the Ask Us Anything episodes. We've done a handful of these before. We always do them by request, but we like to just check in with you, hang with us gals, and answer questions that you submitted to us on Instagram or in the membership. And as always, questions that I'm probably asking myself anyway. <laughs> Honestly. Sometimes I look and They're I have so to thoughtful. think for a while. They're so thoughtful. They're always, mine are never like, what are you wearing? Like where yeah. do you do? Where do we go after we die? <laughs> Literally, they're they're never like what's in your smoothie. <laughs> they're so dense. <laughs> Please ask me to link something. I, honestly, I'm like <laughs> ask me for one like skin recommendation please <laughs> instead of all the hard stuff oh man you guys are the best if you're new to almost 30 yeah you're going to get you're going to get different episodes whether it's an interview with an incredible guest we have over 500 episodes thus far so you can dig in or solo episodes individually Krista and I record solos often or we get together and we talk about something that is on our hearts or we answer your questions. You know what's weird is I just realized that our first episodes were sort of like ask us anything. Totally. Because we were... Where we would ask our friends to give us... Questions. We would ask them to call in. Yeah. We would give our friends a script. Yeah, you guys, say, we've been doing this for a long time. So we would give our friends a script and be like, call in and act like your boyfriend just cheated on you. <laughs> and then we'd answer and be like, da-da-da-da. And we'd act like they were like a fan caller. It's hilarious. That's pretty amazing. That's kind of smart. Back to our roots, baby. <laughs> I mean, whatever. If you don't have fans yet, you got to fucking make your friends be your fans. I do wish we could do like live callers. Yeah, I do Almost too. Like Sometimes on, I'm too scared. I like that, a little live call. That either is the craziest, most powerful thing. Or it's like, yo, you gotta. I know. But I think that's what's like so like engaging. People are like, what are they going to say? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I remember we were at one event and it was someone speaking and they had planted someone to ask a certain question. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. I was kind of totally. like, oh, that's what professionals do, I guess. And it got so dramatic and amazing. We were yes. like, whoa. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> we like fell for it. And then we're like, oh, actually, we know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like too, yeah, everything's fake. <laughs> everything's fucking fake. Just to answer your questions, everything's <laughs> fake. Yes. I know you guys didn't ask me, but everything's <laughs> fake as hell. I feel like right now, so we're recording this a little early. We're in some sort of, you know, full moon phase. And Wow. Yeah. The internet and astrology. I, know. I tell you what. I'm like, what is everyone doing? Like, is every full moon horrible? Oh, I thought everyone's saying this one's great. I feel like I've seen the opposite. Oh, really? It's tears, oh, drama. No. Oh, I've seen like people be like, this is like a beautiful full moon. The worm. <laughs> the worm moon. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a Virgo full moon. Lots of energy amplified around. I don't like, understand that. Because we're in Pisces. Right? Yeah, I don't understand it. Well, maybe it's because the opposite side of the circle. Because like Pisces, Pisces is opposite Virgo. Yo, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. get it. That's the thing. They're like, oh, we're in August and it's, you know, Jupiter, Neptune. I'm like, what? How is I this? I just say, okay. I know. I just say, tell me how to feel. <laughs> Please prescribe how to feel. <laughs> All right. Let's do some Q&A, baby. Let's do it. 
Give Let's me the first one. Give us the first one. Okay. Hanging with the gals. What do you do when you can't fall asleep? Hmm. I first tell my mind that it's okay to relax. Hmm. Like I actually consciously have to say, because I'll get so wrapped up in like whatever I'm thinking about, what I'm planning, and then I'll become aware of the thought. And I'm like, why am I thinking about this? It's not urgent. It's not anything that I need to be thinking about. And so I'll just say, you can rest now. We're going to go to sleep. And usually that helps. It's not like the the end all, but I kind of have to catch my mind a little bit and like rein it in. Um, and then for me, I mean, CBD sleep gummies have been yes. really amazing. It's, House of Wise is incredible. House of Wise has a great sleep line. Not sponsored, but we Code do love almost them. almost 30. <laughs> and I think for me as a manifesting generator, I need to make sure that I am exerting my energy like to the point where my tank is empty throughout the day. And it's not about like, you know, doing HIIT workouts all day. It's more about like in our work together, in like my creativity, in my time with people, like really just being present and not holding back any of my energy so that by the end of the day, I'm really able to like recharge when I sleep. Mm -hmm. And I'm like kind of desiring that like, okay, now we rest. I don't have a hard time falling asleep normally. When I was younger, I really did. I used to not be able to sleep and it was so stressful. I remember one time I went to the doctor and I asked the doctor, I was so little, I'm like, I can't sleep at night. And they're like, just close your eyes and rest. It still counts. (laughs) Isn't that that bizarre? I was little. They're like, close your eyes and rest. It still counts. I'm like, they probably thought that if you closed your eyes and, and whatever and rested, you would fall asleep anyway. Yeah, and that was an absolute lie. I'm that's like, that's the whole lie. problem. So I'm really grateful for that. But what helps me if I'm looking to get into really deep sleep or if I do, you know, I'm traveling, a progressive relaxation really helps. So that's kind of like a yoga nidra type where you can work either on an app. Open has really good uh, progressive relaxation meditations that you can do, or I'll do it myself where I'm basically moving from the very tip of my toes to the very top of my head and relaxing every single part of my body you know, relax your toes, let your muscles completely go, relax your ankles, relax your calves. Like you can relax every single muscle and bone in your body. You can imagine it like honey. You know, Mm. I imagine my body like honey, just melting into the bed is really, really nice. I would do a check on your light. Like what's your light situation in your bedroom, making sure you have blackout curtains, making sure you have, you know, a sleep mask that you love. We Mm -hmm. like the one from Blue Box. They have really nice sleep masks. And they have little stickers too that you can put over, you know, like little lights in your room that are like- Oh, that's smart. On a button or on your alarm clock. I'm a psycho about it. And making sure that those, because those can glow yes. and like light up your room in a really bizarre way. In that room, the traffic light. Oh, this will one? sometimes creep through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a, a sticker on the tent. Honestly, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, <laughs> checking your light game is really good. And then what I also like to do is check on your timing with your electronics. Like giving mm-hmm. yourself a few hours of no blue light or electronic time before bed so that your body can switch into creating melatonin naturally. 
because the bluet actually is interacting with your pineal gland. Your third eye is actually a third eye and is preventing your body from making melatonin, which is the hormone that helps you fall asleep naturally. So check in on your blue light. You can you know, do things like flux on your computer. If you have to work late, that helps remove the blue light or you can use blue light blockers. But I think that you know also really helps. And then also too, just writing everything down, like getting everything down on paper, mm-hmm. you know, writing down what you're worried about, what you're stressed about, what's sort of on your mind. And hopefully that brain dump will help alleviate some of the stress and anxiety that you may have. And I, the last thing is like checking what you are consuming within an hour or two of bedtime mm-hmm. as far as like TV, movies, yes. anything that is stimulating in a way that can bring about anxiety or fear or just overthinking, you know, if you're watching a TV show that like makes your heart beat really fast or maybe just makes you a little bit afraid, I would just check that. Do a little, do a little audit of like what you're consuming before bed and make sure that it's, you know, light, peaceful, like just brings you, Uh, brings your nervous system to a more restful state. That's why I like Gaia. It's like 85-year-old yeah. men doing PowerPoint presentations. I know, it's the best. One single shot camera, half the yeah. sh- photo, half the shots outside of the The, the Gaia left. sets are unlike The Gaia sets else. are hilarious. Oh, They'll shoot like 50 episodes in one day. <laughs> so they're wearing the same outfit for 100 episodes. <laughs> it's the best. It's so crusty. There's some newer ones too, but it's all sort of the same format where it's like a set, talking, a PowerPoint, mm-hmm. but I love Gaia before bed. Because it's just kind of fascinating, interesting, doesn't stimulate you too much, just kind of makes the brain think. But when I was watching Game of Thrones, you guys, 10 years later, I watched Game of Thrones. I was like thinking about it for so long before bed. I'd be like, why did they do that? Why did did this character die? Or like, Mm. what's going on here? I would think about it forever. Yeah. The feeling of a show will stay with me. Yeah, dude. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like it. Even, I said this, I finished Game of Thrones and I was like Googling Game of Thrones communities who were like making YouTubes about it because I needed like (laughs) to like, I needed, I was like so confused that I was like, what's going on? And I needed to feel like better. Yeah, totally. It takes over my life as like a Pisces. I'm like, I am in Winterfell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I hope you get more rest to this person who, who asked. I, I have a proxy family member who doesn't sleep. Yeah. Has to take baths in the middle of the night. Like, it's really... My best... One of my best friend's moms can't sleep. And every time I see her, I'm blown away. I cannot even imagine. I I think drinking also, too. So alcohol has also been said. Mm -hmm. So when I stopped drinking when I was like 26 or something, I noticed my sleep improved so much because alcohol really, really messes up with your sleep. First, it's a depressant. And then usually the sugar, if you're having something like Mm -hmm. wine, will wake you up a few hours later because your blood sugar will raise enough to keep you awake. So not drinking also really helps. Oh, 100%. Even just like one glass of wine. I wear a whoop at night to keep track of like my sleep and recovery. If I have have one glass of wine, my recovery goes down significantly. Whoa. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Drink lots of water. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. I want to tell you about a skincare brand that has been making clean and ultra-effective skincare for over 25 years. You might know them. You're gonna love them. I promise you. Osea. 
They use seaweed as their product's star ingredient and they're vegan and climate neutral certified. I absolutely love this brand. They are award-winning. They have award-winning cleansers and serums and face moisturizers, and they're known for creating incredible body products. Let me tell you about my favorite product, probably of all time, the body oil. It's famous. You've probably seen it on TikTok, on social media. It is all over the place and for good reason. It is a part of my daily routine. After I shower, it makes your skin look healthy, smooth, nourished, and glowing. And it's a perfect addition to my body care product routine as summer approaches. If you're anything like me, once I put on the shorts, the skirts, the wraps, the dresses, the bathing suits, I want to make sure my skin just looks and feels amazing. And I love the quality too. So sometimes with body oils, it gets everywhere. The skin doesn't absorb them, but this body oil is so luxurious. I know you are going to be obsessed. They also have the body butter. So if you're more of a butter gal or guy, this is softening, nourishing, and has the most amazing citrus scent. It's clinically proven to moisturize skin for up to 72 hours. So this is for those of you out there that have really dry skin. A little goes a long way. So find your new skincare and body care favorites at oseamalibu.com and get a special discount just for you, our listeners of Almost 30. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code ALMOST30 at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order, which I love when I order from Osea. Free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all. I promise you. Go to oseamalibu.com, O-S-E-A malibu.com. Use the promo code ALMOST30. 30. Okay. Reconnecting with old flames, former friends, etc. Is it worth it? Or is it a test from the universe? Hmm. Me, like eight years ago, would be like, yes. No, me 10 years ago. We'd be like, yes, reconnect. Yes, do it. Mm-hmm. That was like my obsession. I would just mm-hmm. be like, what's going to happen? <laughs> You're like, tell me the juice. Yeah, I would just be like, what do they think of me now? Like, what are it we? It is like an addictive feeling of wanting to know. Wanting closure like really doesn't exist. You have to make closure yourself. That's yes. any tip I have. People always want closure from relationships and friendships and all of these things. That is so out of your control. Closure for you to predict and like try and get someone to say exactly what you would want them to say that will make you feel better will never happen. And I oftentimes feel like with breakups, in the actual real time of the breakup, you're not acting how in your highest self. So I think in the past, I've wanted to reconnect in order for that person to know that I'm not psycho. Yes, 100%. (laughs) That's it. You're like, I threw your phone because I thought you wanted it. (laughs) And also just general curiosity. Like if I were to sit down and have lunch with an ex of mine, I'd just be fascinated. That's what I, I'm curious. I'd just be like, whoa, this is so crazy. Like you have a whole life. I have a whole life. We're all good. We've moved on. But like we were each other's worlds for yes. a hot second. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I would love to have <laughs> eat lunch with an, every ex that I've ever had. and just be like, yo, what is? what did you think? about anything. And they're like, I wasn't thinking. Yes. But actually, sometimes if you do like re-meet with them, you're kind of like, huh. Now, it it does help sometimes to shatter the 
idea you have of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oftentimes with friends or ex-boyfriends or ex-partners or ex-lovers, ex-girlfriends, whatever, you have this idea of them in your head. Totally. Where you're like, they were the best, you know, this... And then you'll meet them and be like, oh, that was it. They were a loser. A hundred percent. I found to touch on just kind of the, you know, is it a test? When like years and years ago, when I dated my ex, like my long-term ex, we reconnected. We like by chance saw each other and reconnected a few times, like didn't plan on it, didn't seek it. But I felt like that was a test. It was like a... It was like feeling into what it really was in those moments, like feeling into what that relationship really was. And the test was like, okay, this feels like home. This is comfortable. I know this person. But the the essence that I felt like in the relationship was still there. And so are you going to... Are you going to say yes to kind of that lower need of like, Oh, I just want to be comfortable. Yes. I just want to, you know, I want to be with someone yes. that I know. Yes. Right? Or are you going to be like, well, actually, at a high level, I know that like I deserve more. I deserve yes. better. I deserve different. Yeah. Am I going to choose myself? I think friends is interesting because I feel like friends feels different for me. Reconnecting with old friends. I think I'm good on all that. I have no beef. I just like... We have short lives. Mm-hmm. We have stuff to do. Why would you focus on a friendship that ended for a reason rather than ones that you have now that are fulfilling you? Yeah. Like, what's that thread? I've reconnected with old friends where there wasn't like a a very clear ending. Yes. But uh-huh. it just kind of was like, oh, we moved on. We moved. We went to college. We moved cities or whatever. But coming back to New York, I've reconnected with people that like, kind of out of the blue. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to see you. That's Some nice. have worked and, and and I see them consistently and others not. But it's kind of nice because I don't know. It, it is new. I'm a completely different yeah. person. So are they. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of fun to like reintroduce oh, yeah. yourself and have a little bit of history. I mean, there's nothing better than having someone that knows all your history. True. You know, that like person that's like, Let's talk about fucking Matt Buttrell from fifth grade. <laughs> you know, totally. let's talk about freaking Eric Grimmer. Like, totally. let's just talk about all of these. And you, they know everything that you know. Dude, it's so funny. And it's like a library. It's like one person who Same. knows all the things. Same. It's like a, you're just talking to someone else like, and you're just going through a library of mm-hmm. memories. That's the best. It's so so there is that too. So I think you got to do whatever's in your heart and you got to check in with what's the reason for it. Is it validation? Is it Mm -hmm. ego? Is it a fear? You know, sometimes in codependency, it's like you're wanting, you're finally feeling accepted by them or you're finally feeling like they're choosing you or they're wanting to see you or wanting to be with you and you're wanting to like make yourself feel better because of it. So there could be that too. Yeah. How do you discern? So is that the discernment of the test? Like, how do you feel? Because I'm thinking about this too. Like when... I don't think you choosing to put yourself in something is always a test. Mm -hmm. If you are choosing to see your ex, I don't know if that's the universe. That's yourself. (laughs) The universe is like, I'll throw you a test when you like are at the grocery store. Exactly. They're at the grocery store. That's what I felt like where it was like, kind of like, they're not testing you. I didn't plan it and you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm." I think if you're choosing and it's not, I don't perceive it to be a test from the universe. If you're choosing, it's a punishment. If you're choosing, you're actually like going against what the universe probably wants because 
Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know your life. I just sit here and talk. <laughs> I just sit here and blab. Okay. Structuring your day and week as a soulful entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. How do you structure your day and week as a soulful entrepreneur? I wonder who started that word. Soulful entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Probably a soulful coach. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Probably an MLM. <gasps> we're all soulful. We're all soulful entrepreneurs. Every single one of us. Yeah. Whether we're in corporate... Whether it's true. Not. We all have a soul. We're all we doing something. I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is, and I think we both do this, where it's like really knowing when in a day we have the most energy, clarity, and really ri- like ride that. So if that's the morning, for me, it's that window between after I've done my like morning stuff and my workout, it's like that period of time for like three hours. I'm like on fire. And then in the afternoon, I'm like, I need a, not a break, but I almost need to stimulate myself in another way, whether it's taking a walk, maybe I cook myself some lunch. But when you know you have the most focused, the highest energy, just getting as much done as possible. And then when you're a little tired or maybe you just need a moment, take that moment. Like I think the the part about you know, I don't know if it's soulful entrepreneur, but it's just like conscious entrepreneur where you're like, huh, I know myself so well that I'm able to optimize my productivity and also optimize like my creativity by following what really feels good to me and allowing that. Because I think sometimes like we push ourselves so much and then it's like almost not productive. It's like counterproductive. So I think that's the first thing that comes to mind, really like riding the wave of energy, of focus, of inspiration when you have it. Yeah. And you know, we're not making fun of you saying soulful entrepreneurship. Oh yeah, make, not at all. I just want to make sure that's not clear. <laughs> and I just want to be inclusive of everyone, you know, that you can have a soulful life, mm-hmm. even if you're not an entrepreneur, because we're all beautiful, mm-hmm. soulful people. I really love that. I think that's really important and everyone's will be different. You know, maybe someone else is like an afternoon energy person. You can tell or track that usually with your blood sugar level or your cortisol level if you're testing yourself maybe from something like base but i think it's really like what are your priorities you know what makes you feel good what is unique to you and your soul and that you can find through soul journaling that you can find through microdosing that you can find through therapy it's really connecting in with like what your soul needs you know this morning i went to the beach and i just swam in the ocean you know didn't work out didn't really do anything but my soul said i needed to swim in the ocean mm-hmm. and sometimes my soul says i need to get old youtube you know at 6am while stretching on the floor so so for me soulful means listening to my soul each and every moment for whatever it needs and that doesn't mean necessarily a structure. Mm -hmm. I've been very, very structured in parts of my life and that's been very, very helpful and important, whether it was 20 minutes of meditation every day, eating the same breakfast, doing the same prayers, doing the same kriyas, doing the same stretching, doing the same workouts, doing the same steps. I've done all of that and it's been really, really beautiful. And sometimes I go into that and sometimes I don't. But right now I'm really liking to see the natural flow of my mornings and the natural flows of my day. And then from a perspective of work, whether you're at corporate or whether you are an entrepreneur, you know, I'm working most of the day during the day, during the week, probably from like 10 to four. And then a few, you know, sometimes here and there after. And I think it's as soulful as I can make it. You know, it's as soulful as being behind your computer can be. (laughs) It's as soulful as this world can be or feel for me. And 
I think it's really bringing conscious awareness and attention to every situation, using the breath to ground, using, you know, maybe like getting up and moving my body whenever I want, bringing laughter and joy into conversations, bringing my own personality and my own unique truth to conversations. And these are things anyone can do at any office. You know, you can use the breath, you can move your body, you can bring yourself to conversations, and you can bring joy and laughter and play as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's really, really important. And I think too, like, you know, thinking beyond what you feel is what you're supposed to do in order to get to a certain point in your entrepreneurial career or career in general. So an example of that would be like, you know, maybe you take Fridays off to be in a more creative flow state. Maybe Monday through Thursday is super structured. Like just really feeling into, huh, what would allow me to recalibrate or what would re-inspire me? And just kind of thinking beyond what you see people doing and feeling into what might be best for you. And especially, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you can kind of like make your own mm-hmm. schedule and rules in a way. So thinking outside of the box and experimenting you know, trial and error, seeing what works and what doesn't. And we've done that within our business where we're just, we just kind of try out like, okay, if maybe Fridays are for this or maybe the, all of the team hops on by 10 a.m., you know, just kind of seeing what works for everyone. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good point. It's like being fluid for things. You know, there was a year where we're like, okay, this is not feeling good having calls every single day. And, and, you know, that's the thing is sometimes it's always like you wish that things were led by joy and by expression and by, you know, like the beauty of the soul. But sometimes it's like, this is not working. Yeah, totally. You know, and being able to adjust and be intuitive with the adjustment and be fearless about the adjustment. And so I think the fluidity is also really important Mm -hmm. because your soul and your intuition is going to tell you like, hey, this doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. you know, to be doing these certain things. So I think that's a really good point is being able to be really flexible about how you're going to get to Mm -hmm. goals, how you're going to achieve goals, how you're going to work and how you're going to move. And I think from the, you know, the soulful entrepreneur's perspective or the, you know, soulful person perspective, I think that goes the same as goals. It's like, how can you be flexible about the goals you set for yourself? How can you leave room for miracles, leaving room for magic, leaving room for like actual mm-hmm. living in your life and not being so focused on your goals? And I think we get stuck in that sometimes. Yeah, totally. Is that it? Your soulful entrepreneur. Rock on your soulful entrepreneur journey. Rock on. Enjoy. And there's going to be highs and lows, you know? Yeah, there's going to be highs. There's going to be lows, baby. (laughs) That's true. How can you be and support yourself? Yeah, truly. That's a good one. We hope you're enjoying this conversation. We're going to take a few moments to share brands with you that we love and who support this show. If you are looking for an easy way to support your health, to support your metabolism, to support your hormones, to support your mood, to support your skin, to support your gut, look no further than Athletic Greens, the one-stop shop for a delicious green powder drink that you can have with you wherever you go. This one scoop daily is going to give you 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. It has a multivitamin, it has a multi-mineral probiotic, green superfood blend, and more. Again, once a day. You just mix it with, I, I think I do like 12 ounces of cold water, one scoop. 
take it down. And if you think about it, you know, if you're someone who doesn't like to take a lot of supplements, if perhaps like you feel like you're not getting enough greens in your diet or just want to fill some nutritional gaps, this is for you. So easy, so yummy. And AG1 does it right. They are obsessed with the quality of their ingredients. I trust them so much. Um, And this is great for if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free they got you. Yeah, I was doing a bunch of testing for my energy levels, for my sex, for my sleep. And I was noticing I was off at some places and it was really beautiful because when I started to incorporate athletic greens into my diet, I was able to get my ranges back to optimum levels without really doing anything else. Mm -hmm. So if you want to try athletic greens, I'm really excited because you're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. And most of the population is deficient in vitamin D. And if you add this to your routine, it's just a really, really great way to support your mood and energy, skin, and immune system. So you're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D plus those five free travel packs. Athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And if you hang out with Lindsay and I, off the record or even on the podcast as much as you do, you know we are such fans of therapy. I go to personal therapy. I've been going for the past two years and I also go to couples therapy and it has helped me so much to understand myself, to be a better person, to be a better friend, to be a better wife. It has been so powerful. And if you're scared, I was just like you. I, for so long, put it off. I felt like I'd be exposed. I felt like I couldn't trust someone. I had so many issues and preconceptions about therapy. And now that I do it, I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, it's truly number one. I mean, we take care of ourselves in so many other ways. And then we like kind of leave our mentals to the side. I feel like this one, number one, and affects everything else. So if you're curious about therapy, this is your sign. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's very customizable in that way. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can give it a try if say your therapist that you're matched with you don't vibe with. They make it super easy to change. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Almost 30 listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash almost 30. 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash almost 30. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash almost 30. Okay. This is kind of similar. So this will piggyback a little bit. Advice you'd give to someone transitioning from side hustle to going full-time in their business. So we have a lovely community member who is going from side hustle to full-time. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, exciting. Very happy for you. That's amazing. That feeling was one of the best feelings in the world. When I quit my job and they were fucking pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I told them and they, they were like, like, fuck yes, bitch. You've been <laughs> slacking for months. <laughs> they were literally so relieved. It like, was we don't have to hilarious. fire you? Okay. Honestly, they're like, yeah, we were do- trying to do whatever. But then they didn't want, you know. So yeah. I know how it is and it's the best Mm -hmm. feeling in the world. So I hope you're so, so, so proud. I would say that there is a thing where you get that final carrot. You know, the carrot the whole time when you're building your side hustle is quitting your job. It's like, I can't wait to quit. I can't wait to quit. I can't wait to quit. You know, that's kind of 
the whole song and dance is the goal of quitting to do this full time. Mm-hmm. And then when you go full time, you find another carrot. You're like, okay, we want to make this much money. We want to do all these things. So try your best to stay present for the process and not get caught up in the hamster wheel of like, you know, setting yourself up in these goals and these processes where you're sort of always wanting to be in a different place than you are. Yes. Try and stay as present in the part of the process where you are as you can because it is temporary and it will change. And don't be in the rat race wheel of trying to seek for these goals all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think with that too, what I really noticed is how ingrained the corporate culture is in a lot of ways, obviously. Like in a lot of my, the way I operate within our business is very like, corporate culture mindset in a small way, but the ingrainedness of the 40-hour work week, of the nine to five, of the the hustle culture, mm. of the being on your computer all the time, like it's very, very ingrained. So I remember when we transitioned out, I was like working all the time. I think we were working a lot then because we were so used to doing two full-time jobs. And it's like, let yourself sort of transition out and take a break. You know, it's like scary because you're like, I'm scared that I just left my full-time job to do this side hustle as a full-time thing. And you want to double down and work even harder, but then you're kind of making yourself miserable trying Mm -hmm. to do something out of fear and not out of joy that you were able to quit your side hustle. So just be mindful about how you're catching yourself in the same trap as the 40-hour work week corporate life or whatever job you just left so you can actually live and experience a new life in your side hustle full-time business world. And I think one of the ways that you can reduce that anxiety or reduce that tendency to automatically be like, oh no, okay, I have to make this much money in order to support Mm -hmm. myself is to have a savings, a nest egg that you've created just for this just for this, maybe it's a three-month period where you have enough to support you if you make a minimal amount of money with the side hustle for three months, like worst case scenario, so that you don't have to stress. I think if you put pressure on the baby to produce and make money right away, you're going to sabotage how creative you can be, how connected you can be to what you're creating. And it's just really stressful. So set yourself up for success. Don't rush into going full-time if you don't have a bit of a savings to just support you for a few months. I would also say that creating a like structure right away. So say you're going from a corporate job to full-time with your side hustle it's like retaining some of that structure so you're not just like floating yes, aimlessly yes. every single day. And I struggled with that because, well, first of all, I was never in a corporate setting, but I would have like my classes I would teach. Like I would have some sort of structure and then to just kind of be like, okay, so I know we have a lot to do, yes, but I don't know which one to do first. You're like, and I have all day to do it. Yeah, it's very weird. So I think having a scheduling tool or like a project management tool like Asana or a little bit more involved as monday.com, which we use, our entire team uses, is really helpful. Mm -hmm. And Danica Breisha actually uses, has used it for years, Asana for years, to track her personal 
projects and like thing to do list. Yeah. And then for business. And it's just really, really helpful to keep you on task. Also, time blocker, like yes. that whole thing. I think that's really, yeah, really that's helpful. Yeah, that's a whole vibe when you're like, you're like, okay, now I'm running this business and I have nine hours or however many hours to do yeah. all this. And there's something about deadlines and timelines and sort of making yourself in a smaller time frame than having all day. Yeah. You know, it's like the procrastination mm-hmm. thing. So it is giving yourself deadlines, giving yourself timelines that you're going to have to hit certain things and making yourself have more structure so that you can get used to having less structure and then over time really loosen the grip on the amount of structure yes. you know, that you have in your life. Yeah, completely. And, and then to setting yourself up with, you know, when you're leaving a full-time job, if you're in the corporate world, you're going to have to transition your benefits. You're going to have to worry about, you know, the tactical things like where you're going to get health insurance. If you roll over your 401k, say you had that, and then you'll have to set up your own payroll or an S-corp or an LLC. So there's going to be a lot of like tactical type of things that you're going to need to do in the first weeks. Trademarking is important. Making sure you have all your legal documentation in place, setting up payroll, S-corp, LLC. What else? Rolling over your 401k. And then... Yeah, I think that would be, there's probably more depending Mm -hmm. on what industry you're in. But I think the not forgetting about that is really key. And then I do think that there is a system where, or there is a part where your nervous system is unwinding Mm -hmm. from being and doing both things. So that's what I remember too was whenever you're putting your body under stress all the time or often, you will have a period where your nervous system is like either completely shot or just completely jacked up. And if you're moving to a space where you hopefully have more space and give yourself more grace and are able to work more flexibly, your nervous system kind of unwinds. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be really off-putting. Like I remember feeling depressed or off for a Mm -hmm. while because I didn't have that constant stress and adrenaline that I was pumping in my body from doing two full-time jobs. Yeah. So you might have an adjustment period hormonally with what's going on when you're working, you know, your side hustle as a full-time job where your body's adjusting and being Mm -hmm. gentle and kind for yourself through that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a huge adjustment. And it's like, and there's probably also parts of like your full-time job that like for me, there was like parts of soul that I was like, oh, like I didn't know that I missed it, but I missed it. Oh yeah. And so it was like a weird thing where I was like, oh, how can I kind of express more of that, like whatever Uh I'm kind of needing, how can I like express more of that or just like itch that scratch in a way? Because I didn't realize- Scratch that itch. (laughs) (laughs) It's that- You know, itch that scratch in a way. (laughs) I was like, yeah, totally. Actually, it sounded great. It did. (laughs) It did. It rolled off the tongue, baby. You got to itch that scratch, baby. And last thing, you know, we have a lot to say on this, obviously, but just making sure you have a support system for yourself you know, through this process of running your own business, it can be a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it is a good mirror for you and where you're at from a mindset perspective, where you're at from a subconscious perspective or limiting belief perspective. So your business, I think, and your whole life really is a mirror for you in, in what you need to heal or what you need to work on. But I do feel like running our own businesses was provided much quicker feedback Mm, than working mm -hmm. in a corporate job. So things will come up, you know, whether it is limiting beliefs or fears or anxieties, and you will have to do a lot of inner work through this process. So how can you set yourself up through through it all to do the inner work so that your business is thriving and so are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so important. And I think 
We started doing that fairly early on, but I do uh-huh. think there was a period of time that we were just like, oh, yeah, I think after tour, running ourselves into the ground. Yeah, yeah was when mm-hmm. we got really smart. So that for us, that's a coach that we work with. That is a healer that we work with every month. Our own healers that we work with, our own therapists. And then just like body work. Yeah, body work. You know, just kind of like that self-care stuff that feels like an indulgence, but it's like right now I'm like, I'm so uneven, like the right side of my body is a little off. And just noticing that like, yeah, stress can manifest in different ways. And so you have to take care of the body as well. Yes, 100%. Congrats. We're excited for you. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. For all my entrepreneurs, CEOs, small business owners, I know it can be scary when you start to work with finances and invoicing and scheduling and things can feel like they're out of control and it can feel like you're taking so much of your precious time as a business owner on the small things. Well, Incomes Honeybook, which is a perfect way for you to streamline everything you need to manage your business in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really takes care of everything, and gives your clients just such a streamlined professional experience. So Honeybook can manage inquiries, legal contracts, scheduling, payment processing, and everything it takes to serve your clients. It's really, really easy for you, the user, and also your clients to interact with. You can automate things so you can send reminders. You can send reminders for invoices, for bookings, etc. And so it's not taking up all of that brain space. So if you want to try Honeybook, we cannot recommend enough. This was how I feel like we really made almost 30 a business. Like it felt just so professional and organized and gave us so much confidence. Start your free trial at honeybook.com slash almost 30 and enjoy Honeybook for $1 per month for the first six months with promo code almost 30. If you were to come to Los Angeles and hang out with Lindsay and my friends, you would see that all of us have Safe Sleeve. Safe Sleeve is so powerful. It is radiation shielding technology that reduces up to 99% of common electromagnetic radiation and 5G frequencies. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we have to protect ourselves. Yes, like it's the not 5G sl- towers are crazy. It's not slowing down. You have your phone, you have your laptops, you have your uh, iPads, like all of this is emitting radiation. And so Safe Sleeve creates incredible covers, um, lap desks, and more to protect you from this radiation. It also protects you from heat as well. I love my Safe Sleeve lap desk. So if I am on a plane, if I am at home and I have my laptop on my lap, I make sure to put this right underneath so I'm not getting that radiation near my legs and lower extremities, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I use the um, cell phone cover. I have a case for my computer and I found it to be one of those things that is instrumental in keeping me healthy. If we want to raise our vibration, which so many of us do, we have to be making sure that we are mitigating other vibrations that are not of the highest frequency. 
There are very few anti-radiation brands that offer lab-tested protection. Theirs is publicly available on their website, safesleevecases.com. Very few other brands block ELF. ELF is much harder to block, but equally as important. All of their cell phone cases provide military-grade drop protection as well. So if you're a dropper and you also want to protect yourself, their cases are incredible. You can go to safesleevecases.com. Use the code ALMOST30 for 10% off. Again, that's safesleevecases.com. Use the code ALMOST30 for 10% off your first purchase. What else we got? How do you decide which business ideas to follow? So I think this is beautiful. I think we can also apply this to how do you decide what ideas to follow Mm -hmm. in life? Do you want to start? Yeah, I think, you know, the... I kind of see ideas. I'm like, oh, there's like so many ideas, like Mm -hmm. floating like little butterflies in the world. And then one lands on you and it's, you know, not by accident. And so when I do get an idea, there are times when it has stressed me out because I know myself and I know that I take my time with like my process and creating. And sometimes I worry that it's not quick enough for the idea. And so I will use my notes app to write down ideas to make sure I have a place where I can catch ideas. And then I will allow myself to kind of be with an idea. So that might look like meditation. So bringing an idea into meditation, that might look like breath work, just to kind of like peel back some of the layers on this idea and maybe on a soul level, understand like why it found me. And then, you know, it's just, feeling into, and all of this sounds a little bit woo-woo, but stay with me. It's like feeling into the frequency of the idea where it's like, what parts of it like really make me feel like so excited, lights me up or like really curious or like just have a lot of energy to know more about it and explore it more and make it my own. And I think, you know, having, having it written down and seeing it on a regular basis helps me to start to have the conversation with the idea and then bringing it to someone you trust. I love talking about ideas with people that I love and trust and we can kind of vibe on it. And it's usually it's usually like someone who's very independent of like what the, they might not see my process, they might not see anything, but some someone I can just like bounce and see not for validation purposes, but more so to see if they see things I don't see. Yeah. To see if they see why this idea found me and why like bringing this into the world is so aligned for me, I think is like super, super helpful. But as a manifesting generator, sometimes I have a lot of ideas and I will start some things, I will stop some things. And I really have to trust that like what I do start and pour energy into and feel lit up by is what's meant to yeah. come through. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point about like sitting with the idea too. And I always like to have the gauge of like, if you knew that no one would know that you did this idea and that you wouldn't make any money, would you still do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because so much of it is often led by money. It's often led by ego. So how can you check back in with the soul mm-hmm. and see if the soul wants this idea? And microdosing has helped that. You know, I did an episode on microdosing and manifestation that you can listen to. And it helps really to bypass the ego and go straight to the soul and really see like what kind of ideas the soul wants to come through. But I feel like our business ideas are so intuitively led. It's just kind of, it drops in and it just 
it's happening. Mm-hmm. That's always been my life is if something drops in for me, it's it's so happening. I don't even know how to not think it's going to happen. But that took my whole life of practice mm-hmm. of like trusting my intuition of making weird decisions, failing. You know, we've made bad decisions mm-hmm. in quotes in the business. And maybe it was ego led or maybe it was just a lesson to bring us closer to anything. But I think being unafraid to fail is really key too. Writing down the ideas like Lindsay said, and then having your paper and just letting it percolate in your mind can be really helpful mm-hmm. where you're just like, okay, what else is coming through for this? Does this feel like it's something that my soul wants me to do or source wants me to do? Or is it going to be someone else's idea? And that's like a very big magic principle. Mm-hmm. I think for someone that's in business or entrepreneurship, if you're looking for ideas on how to clarify or crystallize your ideas, I think Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert is one of the mm-hmm. best books. And she talks about ideas as like butterflies almost, where there are these concepts that visit people And a lot of people have the same ideas sometimes, but they don't want to be brought through by that person. Mm -hmm. And it's seeing that energy or that idea as its own entity and sort of working with that experience. And especially with business ideas, like there are going to be very unsexy parts of this process. And so I think like the core, like the essence of the idea needs to feel really amazing. Yeah, because you're like, that idea is dope. And then you're like, we have to trademark it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay. We have to set up a payments plan. (laughs) So in the face of all those unsexy things, does the, just does that idea like light you the fuck up and be like, I'm willing to just like kind of go through these like hard periods, challenging things, figuring things out on my own to make it happen. Yeah. Don't they say if the how stops you, the why wasn't strong enough? Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. So if the how stops you, then the why wasn't strong enough. And I think that's very, very true. And just to clarify, you know, from a business perspective for almost 30 for Lindsay and I, so we will think of ideas together in conversation. It's never formal. We'll just be like, in the car, working, Mm -hmm. and we'll kind of come up with something. And then we'll both let it sort of percolate inside and just continue to marinate on it and expand upon it when it feels really good and just happen really organically. Yeah, You know, let it come through really, really organically. But I think that's my favorite part about what we do is that we can bring and manifest things into existence very quickly. Mm -hmm. As a projector, that stuff is like my favorite thing in the world. And I found that working within the corporate environment, it was really hard to actually have anything happen. Yeah. There's so many approvals. Yes. (laughs) So many like like, restrictions. Also, like I didn't have any ideas about what I was doing. (laughs) Like it's like- Well, because you weren't passionate about what you were doing. I did have dope ideas for Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh yeah, that's true. I worked on Hidden Valley Ranch for a little bit. (laughs) Fun fact about me. Okay. Have there been moments for almost 30 that you guys felt stuck in terms of progress? When do I not feel stuck? I know. <laughs> well, I think that's something the mind does. The mind does in order to like Of course. Yeah, I feel like we haven't grown in this way or we haven't, you know, gotten this recognition or ba ba ba. And it's like it's all ego. Sure. Sure. It's all ego. Sure, I guess. That's true. But then it's like, what feels better to focus on? It's yes. like what feels better is that like there's a hundred things we I could probably think of right now that we're really proud of and Mm -hmm. like we have made progress on and not to say that those goals aren't important and it's, it is important to kind of hold yourself and your business to a high standard and always evolving and progressing. But like, what's the point of all this if we're always going to be going for something like that? Yes. I find it's when you're always looking externally because the externally is like, okay, I feel stuck and you're like, because I didn't get this press 
piece. I didn't get this guest. I didn't get this check. I didn't get this follower amount. Mm -hmm. It's all external. Like you have to focus on your internal state and validating yourself internally and recognizing the progress that you make in every single day. And I've known that you know, over the past years, we've made progress in small amounts every single day. And that's what's made us successful. And also when we've had things, you know, like award nominations or big press or big guests or whatever, it's like, it feels good for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels good. It's like, that's cool. That was, you know, it's, it doesn't fill the hole if you have a hole inside yourself because you're unhappy or you don't yeah. like yourself. Yep. You know, and I've never felt like, any external thing that we've had in the business has made me feel better about the person I am. It's like a, a quick hit. Yeah, it's just a quick, quick hit. Yeah. yeah. So it's, how could I look at my life? And, you know, I do think about this quite often where I'm like, I'm able to sleep in and get up without an alarm. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that I can take off time when I need it. I'm grateful I can work in tune with my intuition. I'm grateful I can bring in projects whenever I feel good about them. I'm grateful I can be myself during the day. So what things are like very much in your control and very much soulful that you can be proud about, Mm -hmm. you know, in your life or in your experience. But I think there was a period too when we were working with Aaron Rose, our coach, and we were kind of talking about the feeling of being stuck. And he's like, wow, I'm just so grateful that you guys are stuck because now you're going to create other things too. And, you know, if you had every single thing you wanted out of life, out of the, from the first project you ever did, you would never create more than what you did. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that your projects and whatever you do in life, whether it's almost 30 or something else, brings you to the place for the next thing or the next phase of your life or the next moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I oftentimes think like personally, when you just feel stuck, it's like, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know, it's like maybe there's there's a need for more rest. Maybe there's a need for a break. Maybe there's a need for scrambling the way in which you do things on a day-to-day basis. And maybe it means, you know, reconnecting with new people where you can be re-inspired. And and yeah, I always take being or feeling stuck or feeling stagnant as like, huh, okay. Well, I don't always feel this way. So yes. perhaps there's a reason and I can like be here for that rather than trying to like get my way out of it in such a frenetic type of way. Like, oh my God, I'm stuck. Like, got to get out. It's yes. like, hmm, maybe I'm supposed to be like planted right here. Yes. In order to feel something, in order to realize something. So I don't know. I think there's purpose in the stuck. Yeah, I completely agree. And just getting, what does stuck mean to you? You know, like what, because I always want to get curious whenever people say words, just like what, because being stuck for you doesn't mean the same as being stuck for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. that could mean in your relationship, that could mean in your home, that could mean in your job. And I also would say, you know, to roll into what I wanted to talk about as well was the life edit. You know, the life edit is such a good way Mm. to help yourself with unstuckness by removing things that don't serve you in all areas of your life, by taking an honest look at, say, your office space. What about your office space from a feng shui perspective could be limiting the flow of abundance or money or purpose in your life or maybe Mm. your bedroom? You know, maybe like me, you had your litter box in your money corner. I had the litter box in my money corner. So silly. And I had all this stuff under my bed. So there's a lot of things you can do like from a 3D perspective through something like the Life Edit, Mm -hmm. which is going to be closing for enrollment soon to support you in feeling less stuck in your life. And I did not plan that transition. 
No, I love that. Where can people sign up? So the Life Edit is a program that I am doing. It is the first time I'm doing it ever. And it was by request from the episode that I did a few years ago where I did a Life Edit. And the Life Edit is really to bring more space and abundance into your life by giving you actionable, tactical tips, tricks, advice, apps, tools, resources to make space now. Mm -hmm. So that is looking at your relationships, your wellness routines, your finance, your home. That is looking at your digital life. And that means we're going to be doing practices like checking in on your feng shui of your home, clearing out your medicine cabinet of all the old supplements you don't need. That means looking at your digital imprint, which was an episode I did in March on the digital life edit. That means checking in with your relationships and your friendships and your work. That means checking in with your wellness routine. Are you working out because you feel like you have to or because you feel like it's going to give you a certain body? So Mm -hmm. getting really honest about your life and moving a lot of energy whether it's physically, emotionally, or spiritually, really, really can bring in magic. Couldn't recommend it enough. Because you don't realize what is taking up space, what is causing you stress that is outside of yourself. So it's like, I said this in another episode, but like I cleaned like my pantry cabinet, which was just all sorts of disorganized. I got little Lazy Susans. I organized everything. And when I open it, I literally hear birds sing. I'm like, this makes me so happy. And it's those little things and little places in which we're, it's like density, it's disorganization, it's yeah, you don't realize how connected it is to that little stress ball in the back of your head. So, I mean, I couldn't recommend the Life Edit enough. Yeah, it's so funny because now it's like, because I've created the Life Edit and like now it's in my world, it's in my consciousness. And now it's just really coming through as this energy that I'm really, really excited about. Miriam Hasna, who's someone that I really love, she tweeted this yesterday or she put this on Instagram. She said, your home is an extension of your energy field. This is why practices like cleaning your home, rearranging your furniture, organizing your closet, and getting rid of objects that are cluttering your space can have a profound impact on your mind, body, and spirit. Mm. And it's so freaking it's true. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> I'm so excited. So the life edits will give you actionable steps to change your life and create more space in areas like finance, space, wellness, technology, relationships, and mental health. And it is a program that I will be doing. It has a bunch of resources, downloadables, templates. You will have an audio from me every single week. We will do a call for six weeks where we will be going through the energetic practices of it all because you're going to be doing the 3D things, but we're going to be talking about the energy behind it all. And it is so, so robust. I cannot wait. So enrollment closes in the next couple of days. So make sure to go to lifeeditbykrista.com. That's L-I-F-E, edit, E-D-I-T-B-Y, Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A.com. Beautiful, baby. Can't wait. That was a nice little Woo-hoo! transition. Oh yeah, we love a good natural, natural sales transition. trick. <laughs> we can't wait. Thank you guys so much Thank for your questions. You. It means the world. Thank you for being a part of our community. I'm really excited. We have membership enrollment opening in the next couple months. We're gonna you know, have our amazing membership open again. Mm-hmm. And if you would be so kind to follow us on TikTok. We're on TikTok now. Yeah, Almost maybe. 30 podcast. Almost 30 podcasts on Instagram. And I'm on Instagram at... It's Krista. And I'm at Lindsay Simsig. Thank you for listening. And thank you to our sponsors for this episode. 
Supporting our sponsors helps to support our show. We provide free content every week and we bring you sponsors alongside the content that we love, use ourselves and have vetted and and just adore. So make sure you check our show notes for more information and for discounts. You can also find them on almost30.com with the rest of our partners. Sounds great. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.